Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah! Lili Mordechai. Very exciting, very, very exciting. Listen, we live for these days, we live, live for these moments. It's not, one of the most frequent questions people ask me when I meet people is like, how many hours do you spend preparing this year? Today, at least eight people asked me that question, and Shul, and here somebody asked me tonight. So, I tell everybody, I work on the daf all day. Get up in their stroll, I get up a couple of hours before the daf. Daf starts at 7.15. I get up a few hours before that, prepare the final preparation, because I really prepare that. It's all day, it's all day affair. So, how is it that today, that I had to prepare two daf, and actually last year, exactly a year ago, was probably one of the most difficult days of my life. I, I said three shiurim in a span of 17 hours in a much more difficult mesechta called mesechta shkala for me. So that was a real nightmare. So it's all relative. Look, compared to last year, there's a breeze, only two. How exactly is that? It's probably not the best shiurim in the world, but we're doing it. We're here. It's 11.15 at night in, in Chicago. Uh, everybody's shutting down, but we're going weiter because you got to go weiter. Now also... This doesn't mean because we're doing two shiurim today that we're putter from learning tomorrow, putter from learning on the... It's yoimi. You got to learn every single day. It happens to be that there's no other way to do it. We can't, there's no shir, we can't give a, can't record a shir on Yantif, so we're recording now. I want to mention also that tonight, exactly 40 years ago, 40 years, it's, it's, it's a long time, 40 years ago, it was during Bedikas Chametz, in my house, and my father went on uh, a little bit of a tangent on the Bdikas Chametz, and we were, the kids were getting tired, we all went to sleep, but he continued. And then the screaming, and uh, we were woken up to a very, very scary scene, our house was on fire. On fire, literally the house, we lived on 1380 East 13th Street in Flatbush, between l and and uh, oh, so we're neighbors back in the day. You see that? Uh, our Balbus was a uh, reversalizer. I don't think he's alive any longer. But anyway, we, we the house, I, I said this the story a number of times, but tonight is 40 years, 40 years to that day. Uh, we were displaced for Pesach, of course. Not the, a few rooms burned. It was Narevayim, but we were all, it was nice, so. Shechiyonu v'kimonu, I don't know, he said, Baruch Shasa, lonu neis b'mokim hazeh, or b'zman hazeh. Nobody was harmed. We thought that one of my sisters was, she was a baby at the time, and her, her crib was on fire. And I remember my mother trying to get into the flames and grab her, and my father was pulling her back. And she was screaming, but she's in there, she's in there. And then it turns out that they forgot, they took her out. She was crawling around in the dining room somewhere. So anyway, so that was 40 years ago. As I mentioned uh, in the other shir, tonight is going to be, uh, we should all celebrate. It's a, it's a big occasion. We finished a full art scroll and Masifta volume of 40 daf. So we're used to making siyum every time we finish one of these. In this Masifta, I think it's three of these to make the siyum, but it doesn't mean that's not an accomplishment. Today, 40 daf into Yivamis. So it's a, it's a pretty big accomplishment. Everybody should uh, party. Hired by the Seder, maybe drink a little wine, Um, I just want to read a couple of things here. Chakosh Samach from Bettendorf, Iowa. I'll keep an eye out for any real-world Yuvamas cases while here. <laughs> Alan Witter. And this, he sent me this video. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear. Let me... Good morning, Rabbi Isai. <laughs> okay, great. Somebody sent this in. I was, I don't like to, you know, use these kind of things, but he said that these are the Baldwin brothers. And I was thinking to myself, what does the Elon think if instead of having real life characters, we had funny characters? I, I was debating whether to do it like this. Would this be more interesting? Anybody? An opinion? Weirdos or real guys? Okay. Huh? Real weird. They are pretty weird. Trust me. I, I don't want to embarrass them, but bravo. Nobody's listening. So, Avi Kamiansky, he's the least of them. <laughs> I'm a cousin to Yosef and Miriam. 
I'm drawing a blank. I don't know who he's referring to. Yosef and Miriam. Maybe my cousins in Israel. I have no idea. I'm a Talmud. Can I have yours? On my fourth Masechta, can I have via YouTube? I just want to wish you and yours, Chakoshim Sameach, with best, best regards. Yuri Silber, Cleveland, Ohio. This is a Givaldic. I thought this was a great picture. Maybe toyed around with it a little bit. Everything's blue besides the screen. Turning alive last night with my sleeping baby from the sky. Thank you for all that you do. Wishing you a beautiful Pesach. David. David Badiel. Badiel. He's the guy that has a shas. And he got stuck on a lift from England to Muncie. So he didn't want to buy a new Gemara because he already has ours. So somebody said, if you join the shir, you get a free Gemara. So he joined the shir, he got a free Gemara, and he got stuck with the shir. And then he got his entire lift. And the first box he opened up, the Yavamas was on the top. It's Anais, he said. He had no idea what was in that box, and that was the first box he opened. Here's um, from, from Leafs. It says, good morning, Rebelli. Please see a picture of A.B. Leafman, Lifeman, rocking the merch in Manchester Airport, checking, check out his phone rig, attached his carry-on, wishing all caution and Pesach. You see his carry-on, there's a phone, the... The thing is right there. So, today's sponsors is for Hillel, Ben Sardino, and Rivko Basfega. This should be This is the last day. Parents of Chodesh, friends and family. Refuah Shleima for Yaakov Yehuda, Ben Gittel, Amen. Parents of Chodesh, Bressler Austin, Rosemary Shulman, Tavai's family. This is Refuah Shleima for Roshiva, Rabbi Shomid, Ben David, Ben Yochavit, Drukshlita. Parents of Chodesh. By the Lock and Lebuk families, Lake New Jersey, because Hira is the best. This is Gula. Parents of Chodesh, Chodesh Nisan is sponsored by Yoyli. Nisan is Doiv Pinchas Ben Moshe Alava Shalom. Nisan is Rucham Achai Afruman Bas Doiv Pinchas Alava Shalom. Nisan is Chil Shrag Ibn Avram Alivi Alava Shalom. Parents of Chodesh, Aaron Framil is Chos. Parnosan, Siyad Shmaiyin, Kedin Atzlok to Rebelli, Shkoyach. By Aaron Hirsch, he's dedicating learning in honor of his father, Avram Yitzchok Ben Benyamin, whose yours is today on Erev Pesach. Wow. In the middle of all that cleaning, in the middle of everything, Levaya. Rabbi Avram dedicated his life to spreading Torah and Kirov as the Shoma should have and Aliyah, also from Lakewood. You know Aaron Hirsch from Lakewood? You're different. Jackson's, it's under the belt. All right, Rabbi Isai, here we are. Second cheer today. There's a bunch of troopers here. Wow, believe Man, Hara. Almost everybody stayed. Yavaldi. Okay, so. We finished off, we had an interesting b'risa, and we're going to see similar b'risas to what we learned. That it says, in the beginning, this woman was mutter. Then she, become, she became awesome. Then she became mutter. I would think that the heather she has today is the same as the heather she had yesterday. We explained it two shitas. Either can we go according to Abishol, that in the beginning, a woman is mutter, you can marry her, l'shum noy, l'shum ishos. But then she becomes Asr, I think that you could be Miyabim or Lashum Ishos. No, it has to be the Shem Shemayim. Rava says, no. Rava says, I would think that the mitzvah of Chalitza and Yibim are equal. There's a greater mitzvah to be Miyabim. So we're holding the last words on the Amid, on Lamit Hesomid Beitz. Eberesha. These are not the matzahs of Pesach. Everybody don't get too excited yet. It's coming up. <coughs> I'm not a big mathematician. You know that I learned math in Panovich, which means I didn't learn math. They don't teach math in Panovich, similar to Lubavitch and whatever. At least they have one thing in common. They don't teach math in yeshiva. So... I don't know what the odds are. I don't know how to do the odds, but it's 2,711 dapim. The odds that punked today's dap should be talking about matzah and lachamoyni and little seder, and this is little seder's daf. So I don't know. One in a billion. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know how to do that math. You guys figure it out. We have to know how many other places mention shas, and then. No, Reb Zalman, you went to Pesachasid Shacheder. You must never know. You don't know. Okay. Zogdigimar. What we're talking about over here is we're talking about. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't do the pasuk. 
I know I did the pasuk somewhere. Okay. You know what? It's probably still in Word somewhere. Should I peek over here? Nah, not important. Okay. It's not that. The chuf. Basically, the pasuk starts saying, um, "What's the lashon over there?" The, the beginning of the Pazik says that they should eat it, then the, the, the continuation of the Pazik says they should eat it. What are we talking about? We're talking about a mincha. A mincha, the kayan sticks his hand into the, into the flour, takes kmitza, puts it on the mizbeach, whatever's left over, they could eat. So it says, matzis teyachel. Here, that's the lush. Matzis teyachel, but it says already, Rashi brings, vaniseris min mincha yoichlu. What's teyachel and yoichlu? Double lashon. There's a mitzvah to eat it. Okay. Says the Gemara Daf Mem on on top. You could eat the flour, no problem. You go to the store, you eat the flour. But now it became kachim, it became a mincha. You don't just eat it. But once you put it, whatever you had to put on the mizbeach, you take a, a scoopful three fingers worth, you go like this, like that, and whatever's left over, you put onto the Mizbeach. Once you do that, whatever's left over in the bowl, you get to eat. So there's a heter, an iser, and a heter, similar to what we said with the Yevama. Yachal, Tachzal, Harishain, perhaps, as you go all the way back to the beginning, like, like when it was in the food store, it's not the same, there's a mitzvah. Now, what is going on here? Bishloy mele ravad omar homani rabbononi hachi hachi komar. Matzah istochah b'mokim kadosh mitzvah. Basically, Gemara is going to say that this doesn't jive so well with Abishol. So, if you look at the screen, the two, the two parts, they mimic the, the wording very, very similar. The red is what we learned about a Yivama. The blue is what we just learned now. So it says, And then it says about a mincha, same thing. Instead of, uh, it says, on the coin, it says in the red, and we don't have any wording for that in the mincha. It says, If he wants to, he can marry her or not marry her. That's before. Then she became Nesra Chazar Vahudra. The Yavama became married. She married the brothers, so she became Asutim. Then she got, her husband died, so she became Hutra. In blue, that's exactly what we have by a mincha. Nesra, first you have the flour, you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to make bread. But then you made it into a karban, you made it into a mincha, it became asr. Bechaz of it's the same words, the red and the blue. And I just didn't have room on this page, so I just decided to do it red and blue. Yachal taksa rishain. It's the same words that we have by Yavama, and we have... So the Gemara is saying, look, if it's the same words, it probably means the same thing. But how could we fit what we said about a Yavama, think about it. If we stop without looking into the Gemara, what does Abishal say? Abishal says, a Yavama is so usher if you think about the wrong machshava. You think that you want to marry her for, for Nai, you're over, maybe even a rice, maybe the kid is a mamzer. No, and how does that Isser fit into a Mincha? Huh? Doesn't work. She was mutter to you. You could have married her as a regular woman in the street. Then your brother married her. She became Asr. Then she's mutter to you. You would think that you're allowed to have bad kavana marrying her? No. You have to have good kavana. It has to be the Shem Mitzvah. Take that exact concept and put it into a mincha. No. You, had a, you had a bowl of flour. You could bake a bread with it. Then it became Asr. And then it became mutter. You have to have kavana when you eat it. You're allowed to eat bread. You're allowed to eat the mincha. It's the same. How do you have Abishol's halacha when it comes to, to eating bread? That's what the Gemara is going to ask. We'll see inside. Maybe they'll understand better. According to Rava, who says it goes according to Rabbanu, not Abishol. This is what it means. You can eat the flour. You can make bagels, donuts, whatever you want. If you want to eat it, you can eat. You don't want to eat, don't eat. Nesra. But once you made it into a carbon mincha, you were going to put it on the mizbeach, it became also to eat from it. 
But then once you did the Kmitza, Chazer V'hutra, then you could eat from it. Yachal Tachzal Ateri Rishon. Maybe it should go back to its original, Ratzah Oichla, Ratzah Eina Oichla. Wait a minute, the Gemara stops for a second. What do you mean, Ratzah Eina Oichla? What, you're not going to eat it at all? What happened? Yisrael brought a, a, a mincha as a kapara. The kohen must eat from it because if he doesn't eat from the carbon, what happens? Yisrael doesn't get a kapara. So he doesn't, it's, he's not, there's no option here not to eat it. You must eat it. Okay, so we need to explain that for a second. I would think that any kohen could eat it, not the kohen performing the avoida. You, performing the Havayi, the Yukayan, must eat it. So that's understandable, according to Rav. But according to Rav Yitzchok, it says that this whole thing is going according to Abishol. She was mutter, she became usher, and now it's not the same. She doesn't go back to what she was. You can't just marry her for, 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 for your taivas. You have to marry her for a mitzvah. Okay. But that doesn't fit in to a carbon mincha. Maybe we could fit it in. If you are so full that you cannot fit in, you know, the famous joke. The guy says, I'm so full. What's the, what's the, what's the joke? I'm so full, I can't eat anymore. So the guy goes, oh, stick your finger in and you'll do so, you'll throw up. He goes, if I could stick a finger in, I would have stuck in another pulky. Kids, he's so full, he's up to here. So that's Achila Gasa. So maybe I would think that you could, you could eat it, Achila Gasa. He says, whoa, stop. It's like a tangent. Achila Gasa, Mishma Achila. That's not considered eating. There's no mitzvah to eat like that. Vomer, shlokish. You're not over. Ayim Kippur, if somebody's stuffed after Sudam of Sekis, he's up to here, literally cannot fit in a finger into his mouth, and he eats, then it's Shkia, Tzitzkechav, and the whole thing, and he eats. Potter. Why? Because he just damaged his body. He didn't do any good. He did, he did a terrible thing to his body. By the way, there Chagav. We have to be careful tomorrow night. It's Negehetas. If you're so stuffed from Shulchan Aruch, you ate all the meat and all the fish, and it comes out from and Imamish, you can't eat. You have no type to eat. It's a problem, halachically. You got to pay attention to it. You eat that Fikhaimen L'Soiva. Like you have to be, you, not L'Soiva, you, you have to have uh, maybe the opposite of L'Soiva. Le? The oven, but lasoiva, that's lashon of alasoiva. Yeah, okay, kids. So you have to, you have to have uh, an appetite. So it says, He's so stuffed that then he eats potter malisuna. So, okay. So what's the pshat? Maybe we have to. How, how does how does Abishal fit into this? Similar to Yavama, you have to have good kavana. El ratzah matzah oichla, ratzah chametz oichla. Maybe you could eat this mincha as, as chametz, not as matzah. No, vaksev lo yisei ofech chametz chelkam. No, you, you can't make it a chametz. Vomer shlokish vafil chelkam lo yisei ofech chametz. Even partial part of it. Ella, maybe the pshat is rotsa matzah oichla, rotsa chalot oichla. Maybe you could boil it in hot water. Says Gemara, so what's the problem? Gemara v'shach. Hai chalot echidami. E matzah he, if it's good matzah, matzah. So what's the problem? He's mikayim the mitzvah. It's a good carbon. If boiling bread, dough, is not considered matzah, matzah is over It has to be a matzah. It is considered a matzah. Oh, Torah says, this is the way to do it. So what point are we saying over here that it's chalot? It's a good matzah, but it's, it's boiled. So what if it's boiled? The, the Torah says you can't boil it. It has to be exactly as is, not boiled. But it's matzah. So what point? Oh, Rabbi Yisai. Here is a hug from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Loimar, shadam yoytza ba'yidei chavasai be'pesach. 
if you have a bagel matzah, you boiled the dough in water and then you baked it, even though you boiled it, this is considered poor man's bread and it's good for matzah. So again, the Gemara says that if you boiled it and then you baked it, that's not, that's not considered a mincha. That's not good. It's matzah, but it's not good for the mincha, even though the mincha is supposed to be matzah. That's not the way you do it. You don't boil it first. You stick it straight into the oven. But it is considered matzah. For what purpose? What are you telling me it's considered For Pesach. For tonight. This year is for tomorrow. Dafmem is tomorrow's daf, yeah? Emem Aleph is the... Okay. Now we're really ahead. So, Lela Seder, today's... The people that are doing the regular schedule, they're going to be learning this daf an hour before Yantif. Lela Seder. Lechem If you take dough and you put it into a pot of water and you boil it, much like we make bagels, and then you take it out of the, the pot and you put it into the oven, kosher matzah, you know who eats that bagel? Poor people. It's poor people's food. Okay. Without, well, certainly if you're Sephardi. Sephardi don't eat lox and bagels, right? Well, yeah, I can't eat lox plain. They don't know what it is. They probably don't know what it is. It's not like gefilte fish. It's good stuff. I'm telling you. Anyway, I think we should pause for a second. And see the Yad Hashem over here. The Hashgacha Pratis, especially the cycle of finishing Mesechta Sukkah a day before Sukkot and Pesachim, it was, it was crazy. The Yad Hashem, Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, this cycle, we were learning about Rosh Hashanah, literally about Rosh Hashanah during Rosh Hashanah. And, 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 and it was by a couple of days. And Pesach, the, se- this, the second year, maybe, maybe we had Pesachim, something to do with Pesach, I don't remember. It, it was one thing after another, and here we go, talking about Lechem on Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. Sponsor, the official mission sponsor by the MDY Tehillim Group, where we daven for Rufus Yeshuas and Shiduchim for Klai Yisrael and for our MDY family. Join us at tehillim.com. Yeshua Kayach. HaChoyel's leaving for Hareyu keechod menachem lenachlo. So, contrary to what I was darshaning the entire Masechta, the Mishnah Ovir says that the person who performs Chalitza, the brother performs Chalitza, he receives equal share of the inheritance. Like the Yavam in RBS who said, I performed Chalitza, I got diddly squat. What are you talking about? So I referred him to Simon Kuf Samachay, where the Ramah says that our minig is today that the one that does chalitza gets 50% of the inheritance. Okay, I don't know if that's a real minig today, today, but that's what the Ramah says. We still didn't find out what the Allah heard. <coughs> if there's a father here, the father inherits the sons. If the, if the sons don't have children, and over here he doesn't have a child, so the father takes everything. If a person performs yibum, then he gets everything, and there's two halachas here. Halacha number one is that if a person performs yibum, he gets everything that the yavam left over. Another halacha is that when the grandfather dies, the Yavam's father, the, the Yavam's father and the Mace's father, right, the Shira father, when that guy dies, the Yavam receives a double portion of the father. Why? Because he takes the portion of his brother that died. He's instead of his brother. Akhoinesizivindoizachamanchazamshalakh. <clears throat> So Rabbi Huda argues on two things. A, the brother who does perform zibum does not receive any of the Yavam's nechasim. B, when the father dies, he doesn't get a double portion. Says the Gemara Pshita. The first part of the mission that the one who performs chalitza doesn't lose out 
and he gets a portion of the inheritance, Shita, why should he lose out? What? You hear what the Gemara is saying? The opposite. That I would think he should get everything, like the Ramah, or Ramah says 50%, but I, th- I should think he should get a lot. He, he performed something here. He should get a lot. He should get, all, he should get it all. Komash Malon. Says the Gemara, Yihachi hareyu ke'echod min ha'achim. What's going on here? So look at this chart, make it simple. It, the way it says in the Mishnah, meaning he should be like one of the brothers, meaning no less than one of the brothers. means no more. So think about it for a second. If you're telling me that this, I would have a havamina that he should get it all, so then the blue would be more appropriate. You should say he should get no more, uh, no more than. He shouldn't get more than the other brothers. Not no less than. If you're telling me that we have to punish this guy, I would think that you have to punish him, he's a bad guy, he shouldn't get anything. So then, then the red is very appropriate. No less than everybody else. You don't punish him. But you're telling me the opposite. You're telling me, I thought that it's like the Ramah on steroids. He should get everything. Everything. So then the mission say, don't think he should get everything. He should get no more than everybody else. The Lushan is a little off. That's not a good Lushan. That's red. You should get no more. No, I think, I would think that he's a bad guy. Why? Because he performed chalitza and not yibum. And therefore what? He shouldn't get any Yerusha. He should have no less than everybody else. We shouldn't punish him. If there's a father, the father inherits everything. The father gets everything. You go, you go up to the father, and then you see if the father has anybody else. Okay, etc. If a person performs zivom, the mission says he gets all of the inheritance. My time, he steps in instead of the brother, so he gets everything. Come and he's instead of. Rabbi Yudah, he doesn't get anything. So over here, we have, don't get too excited yet. We have Ula who says, that Allah is like Rabbi Yudah. We're going to have other people that say, that Allah is not like Rabbi Yudah. That Allah is like Rabbi Yudah, what? That a Yavam doesn't receive anything in the Yerusha. Goes to the Father. Why don't you get anything? He should be like a Bukhar, like a firstborn. Abukhar doesn't receive any Yerusha when the father is still alive. He has to wait until his father dies to get anything. So to this Yavim is no better than Abukhar. He doesn't get anything when the father is still alive. If you comparing him to Abukhar, so he himself should get two portions. You yourself, Rabbi Yudah, Mechulik on that. And you say he doesn't get two portions. He only gets one. Doesn't say he, he steps in instead of the father. He steps in instead of the brother. Says Gemara, wait. If there's no father, and he can receive a, a, a portion. The Torah talks about how much Yerusha. So maybe they're connected. If he receives Yerusha, he does Yibam. If there's no Yerusha, no Yibam. There's no father, so therefore he can get Yerusha. But if there's a father, he doesn't get Yerusha. Is Yibum dependent on Yerusha? First, there's a mitzvah to do Yibum. If there's, if there's something available, take. Listen to this, Rabbi Isai. I think this is also a hashgacha she'ein kamayu. 
this Gemara here, I don't know if you'll hear it anywhere else in the world, it's Kedai to come to Shir just to hear this. Listen to this. Yosef Rebbe Hanino Kara. Rebbe Hanino Kara was sitting. Why is his name Kara? His name is Kara because Kra. What does Kra mean? Torah. To, 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 to read from the Torah, from the Ksuv and the Vim He was a pro in Tanakh. He knew Nach like nobody else. So they called him, he had a nickname. Rebbe Hanino Kara. He said, he says that Allah is like your Buddha. Omar Rabbi tells him, Poik, get out of here. Go outside. Read, read your stuff outside. Allah is not like your Buddha. So, first of all, I want to say that he used this Lashon on purpose. He said, Puk Kara. Go outside and read, because that was his name. His name was Kara. You're such a professional in Tanakh. Go outside, read your Tanakh outside. Why am I saying this? Because I looked it up, and the Lushan in Shas is always Puktani. 17 times in Shas it says, Puktani, go outside and, and learn. Only over here does it say Pukkara, and one other time it says Pukkara. It's these two people, again, Rebchanina, Kara. So I think, it, I think it's a play on words. He gave him a shtach a little bit. Take your chumash, learn your chumash outside. But here's what's very, very interesting. I once heard that the reason why Rabbi Yosef Karo, the base Yosef, is called Karo, because he's a descendant of Hanina Karo. But here's what's interesting. Today is Rabbi Yosef Karo's yard side. Yeah. So we have to look it up. I remember reading this. Huh? <laughs> the base Yosef, the Baal Shukhanar, today is his yard side. He says, no, his name is not, the, the Allah is not like your Buddha. <clears throat> So there was somebody reading in front of Rav Nachman and he says, the Allah is not like your Yehuda. In other words, the Yavim does take Yerusha. You're telling me a big Kiddush here? Excuse me. Who else should it be? Kirabonon. Pshito. Of course it's like Rabbanon, not like your Yehuda. Yochev Rabbim, Alech Rabbim. What was he having in it that Allah is like Rebuda? I mean, Ula says that Allah is like Rebuda. But, but, but I, don't, I don't see a big chilish in it. ask me. It's so poshid. Should I strike it? Should I remove it completely from my b'raisa? There's no need for it. It's poshid. If you have a machlaik between Rabbanon and Rebuda, the Allah is going to be like Rebuda. Like Rabbanon. Don't take it out of your b'raisa. At halacha asniya. You learned that it is the halacha like Rabbi Yehuda. Umukcho would actually and you had a question, how is it possible that the halacha is like a yachid and not like the rabbi? And you flipped it over. And it's a good thing that you flipped it and leave it as is. The halacha is like Rabbanon. And Shalom al Yisrael. Says the Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsor by the White Hill Group. Where we dive in for Rafuas, Yeshuas, and Shaduchim, the Klai Yisrael, and our MDY family. Says the Mishnah. Hachoylets leave him If somebody performs Chalitza to his Yivama. So, Midaraisa, there's no connection really between him and the, the Yivama. He did Chalitza and finished. But we say no. He's like somebody that got divorced. And when somebody is married and divorced, there's isurim. You can't marry the relatives after the divorce. So too, you can't marry the relatives after chalitza. Who also We turn to dafmem. Unbelievable. Mamish plowing through yavamis. Dafmem. Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of Jolly Joe Krause and family in honor of Zbursky, Brian Zbursky, and Ari Miller for learning the daf.
So, the Gemara says like this. The Mishnah says, "Who also be ima, who be ima?" Rabbi said, "I think this is this is going to mamish throw everybody for a loop. Even though we learned this, if you just stayed here for this halacha, question: Where in the Torah does it say they cannot marry your wife's grandmother?" Says it in the parish of Arais. Another question. You ready for this one? Where does it say in the Torah that you cannot marry your grandmother, your own grandmother? Everybody think for a second about their grandmother. Grandmother, yeah. Where does it say in the Torah you're not, you're not allowed to marry her? <coughs> Anybody? What parish in the Chumash? <coughs> what? No. Why? What do you mean? Does it? That's right. You're allowed to marry your grandmother. You hear this? You're allowed to marry your own grandmother. Just midrabbanon. Says it's us. Shniyos. Very good. Okay. The oilum's holding cup. Shkayach. I might need it actually. Fine. I don't know, I think it's wild. We learned it. I think that's chaf or something. But to think about it, your own grandmother, picture your grandmother, you can marry your grandmother, Midir Isa. Not that you want to, Zalman, but you're allowed to, Midir Isa. <clears throat> so maybe, maybe it's so obvious that nobody wants it, that it's not even, uh, the Torah didn't have to say not. Okay, fine. But, the, here, listen, but your wife's grandmother's is Midir Isa. It's a chiddush. Big chiddush. Everybody should be jumping. Ubein ima. And in your wife's grandmother. Ubein avia. And your grandmother, her grandmother from her father's side. Ubebita. And you're not allowed to marry. Again, you did chalitza to this woman. You cannot marry her grandmother from her father, from her mother. Ubebito, and you cannot marry the Chalutza's daughter, Ubebazbito, and her granddaughter, Ubebazbino, and her granddaughter from her son. Right? I mean, think about it. Who is a Chalutza? Usually very young people, tragic accidents, or very old people? People that lived for many years and they didn't have children, they died. Brother died. Or, usually not. Okay. Ubebazbino, and her sister, you should not marry your chalutza, the yevama that you performed chalitza on her sister. But the brothers of the one that performed chalitza, they can. We should remember this halacha, the brothers are mutter. The asura, and the same thing applies to her. She cannot marry his relatives. Baviv, his father, Baviv, and his grandfather, and his son, and his grandson, and and uh, the brother's son. Mutter Adam Bekrevas Tsaras Khalutsasoy. Now look at this. Here, start out. This is a sequence, this is not the whole case. You have here Ruvain married to Leah, and Ruvain goes bye-bye. So Shimon is Khilat's Leah. Now Ruvain had another wife, five towner. So Ruvain. Shimon cannot marry the five towner. Why? Tsara and the Tsara's also. But the Tsara's sister, Bat Ayin, is the Tsara's sister that he could marry. So he's mutter in the Karav of the Tsara. You see what's going on here? Very simple. Shimon was did Khalitza to Leah, and Leah's Tsara is five town. So to the five town, that's a Tsar. No, no, no go. But the five town sisters, mutter. We have to understand why, mutter. And then this case is also. What happened over here? Same case. Ruvain goes bye bye and he leaves over Leah. Leah has a sister called Rachel, right? An identical twin, Rachel. Rachel is married to the plumber from Munsi. And the plumber from Muncie has another wife. 
So because Rachel is Leah's sister and she's Achois Chalutza, so Shimon cannot marry the Tzara, the Bat Ayin lady, who's a Tzara to the Achois Chalutza, to the sister of Leah. It's a far relative. Over here it's Aser. Over here it's Mutter. What's the difference? They're, they're kind of the same distance from each other. Leah's co-wife's sister is Mutter. Leah's sister's co-wife is Aser. Should I tell you the secret? Why? Gemara says at the end, all the way at the end of the daf, that Leah and Rachel go to Bezin together. Leah doesn't want to go to Bezin to get Chalitza by herself. She needs somebody to accompany her, right? It's normal, right? A woman's not going to go by herself to Bezin. Scary, spitting, this, that. Who's she going to bring? Her own sister. And people might get confused. They might say that, oh, Rachel got Chalitza. They're not going to chop. And therefore, Rachel's co-wife is also. But in this case, Five Towner is not accompanying Leah to the, to the Bezin. They're not sisters, they're just co-wives. They hate each other. So Mela, the co-wife's sister is mother. That's the end of the Gemara. Fine. Says the Gemara. <clears throat> Let's see, see the mission inside, finish it off. I think without a chart it would be like just the wording is a little difficult. When you see it up close and personal, it's very easy. This is what we're going to be dealing with today. This question. So these chalutzas, right? Your own grandmother. Okay, but not really your grandmother. So you have the wife's great-grandmother. She's a shnia. Typically, that's a shniyah, your, your real wife's great-grandmother. Chacham said you can't marry her. You shouldn't marry that 98-year-old. Fine. But what if she's your chalutza, not your real wife? Are you also to the chalutza's great-grandmother? Do we go so far and be geyser xeris? These are all the rabbanans, the rabbanans. Says the Gemara, Oi when it comes to a real Doraisa, so Rabban said, don't marry your wife's great grandmother. But she's just the Rabbanon Chalutza, the, the whole Isser doesn't even start with Doraisa, it's only the Rabbanon. So maybe Rabbanon didn't go so vite all the way to great grandmother. Maybe there's no difference. Toshma. What does it say in the Mishnah? Think about it. The Mishnah stops at a grandmother, it doesn't talk about a great grandmother. is Mashra from the Mishnah. You could marry a great grandmother, says the Gemara. Oh, here. I actually spent time doing this. I don't know why. When I was running out of time. Here you go. Leah's mother is berkelating black. Leah's grandmother is berkelating green. And Leah's really old grand great grandmother is in white. The question is Shimon, who did Chalitza to Leah, could he go ahead and marry? The Burka lady in white, the great grandmother, says the Gemara. <clears throat> well, in the Mishnah, doesn't mention the great grandmother. I'll tell you why it doesn't say it. Remember, I told you to remember those words, three lines down from the top. <clears throat> so, it says in the Mishnah that the brothers are mutter in the relatives. So says the Gemara, if the Mishnah would have mentioned a great grandmother, this white Burka lady, when it says that a brother's mutter in the, the Chalutza's relative, maybe what the Mishnah meant is the great great grandmother, not a real relative, not a closer relative. Maybe a Shnia relative. Well, if that's the case, the Gemara says, that doesn't, that's not a solid Raya because then, Vilisne Aim Ima, it should say great grandmother. Vilisne, I have a simple way out of this. Vilisne, Achimutarim, Bikulon. If I just had the word Bikulon, it means all the relatives in the Mishnah. I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't make a mistake that it means only the lady in white and nobody else. Kasha, okay. But a Kasha, start, finished. It's a good Kasha, but it's not the end of the world. Toshma. Another raya. 
He asur ba'aviv u ba'avi aviv. Let's see, I think I have this. Oh. <clears throat> Leah is asur in Shimon's grandfather. So you have Shimon's father on top of him. Ignore, ignore. I know you guys know all these characters and the brothers, they're the Baldwin brothers, and even the guy in the, the black cat is a brother. Not today. So Shimon's father is Levi, and Shimon's grandfather is Nassan, Naphtali, and, and, and therefore Leah is also to marry the grandfather. Okay. Ktani mio aviyaviv. My love, Mishum Chaylitz. L'chaira, why can't Leah marry Shimon's grandfather? Because of Shimon. He is also to her because she is like, she's not really, she's not really married to Shimon. She got a chalitza from Shimon. So we're going to pretend that she's a daughter-in-law. So you see from here that what? That Shniyos, the great-grandfather, is also because we make Xera. Says the Gemara, no. This question and answer we're going to have numerous times. So you know this one, you know them all. No, Mishum Misna, look at the picture. You forgot something. You forgot that Leah was actually married to the other brother, Reuven. She was really married to Reuven. And she's really a daughter-in-law. A real Dairaisa daughter-in-law. Not because of this guy, Shimon, but because of this guy, Reuven. Right? That great, great the, the grandfather over there is Reuven's grandfather also. And he's also a Dairaisa because it's his grandson's wife. This Teretz we're going to have a number of times. In different ways, some of them are maybe a little bit more difficult to understand, but that's the, the gist of it for the rest of the Sugya. No, because right now we're, we're, we're focused on Shimon. I don't know what the Havamina is. A good, after you see the, the answer, we don't understand the Havamina, right? But we're focused on the Shimon, and Shimon is, is, is the... He's, he, we're not thinking about Reuben who's dead, we're thinking about Shimon, and hey, she cannot marry his father, grandfather, we're talking about him. We're focused on Shimon. And then we forgot that there's a, there's a bigger problem, that she, her ex, not her ex, her niftered husband, whatever you call him, it's also his father and his grandfather, and therefore that's why it's also. Yeah, we're talking about the chaylets and the chalitza, but we forgot for a second, like he's asking, but ta- at the end of the day, she's really a daughter-in-law. Not a daughter in law She's a real daughter-in-law. That is her daughter-in-law never goes away when the husband dies. It's not like a chaysisha. It's the only arise in the world that goes away when somebody dies. Or eshesach sometimes goes away, whatever, for another reason. Zogdimara Toshma. We said that one. Toshma, ubeben benoi. I think we have a chart for that. Yeah. It's just three generations down or two generations down. You have Shimon has a son called the dentist from five towns, and that son has a son. A gr- so Shimon's grandson. Leah is Osir because she, she received Khalitsa from Shimon. She's Osir in Shimon's grandson. Says the Gemara. Now, what's the Havamina Tzadik over here? Are you focused now? Are you paying attention to Reuven? Or we're focused now on Shimon? It looks good. The picture looks good. We're thinking about Shimon now. Shimon has a grandson. And Leah is also this grand. Why is she also to the grandson? L'chaira, she's only Aser, Midrabanan, because of Ashnia. Maila, Mishum Chaylitz, because of Shimon. Dahavi, lo, Eishisavi, Aviv. We're going to pretend she's the wife of Shimon, the grandfather. Lai, Mishum Misna. What did I just do? It's because you, 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 you forgot your focus. The focus is on her husband, her, the one that died. That's why. This is, she's the wife of the brother who happens to be the grandfather. She is the wife of Ruvain, who's the brother of Shimon. Not because she is the Chalutz of Shimon, but because she was related through marriage, a real strong marriage to Reuven. 
So we still don't have a raya if we care about Shnias or not. This exact case that we're focused on Ruvain, Amira says Leah could marry the little guy, the, the grandchild. It's, it's a very far relative. Says Says the Gemara, we have to be talking about this case. When we say Ben and Ben Benoi, we're not talking about Shimon's son and Shimon's grandson. We're talking about Naphtali's son, Shimon, and Naphtali's grandson, the dentist. We're not talking about little guy. The ex and the little guy. So in other words, we just took it up a generation. That's why it's also according to Amemar. So it's the same exact person. Why are you mentioning it twice? Achiv, the brother, and the, the son of the brother. We're talking about two types of brothers, from the mother and from the father. This chalutza is ushered to four people, and she's ushered to four people, what are the ones that are also Midaraisa? She's also to marry the Chaylitz's father, Av, Ubnoi, and the Chaylitz's son, Achiv, and his brother, Uben Achiv, and her nephew, or his son. Midiritar. Avi Aviv. Now, Midirabanon, the grandfather of Avi Imoy, and the grandfather from the mother. Ben Benoy and the grandson, Uben Bito and the grandson from daughter, Medivri Sari from his only Medirabona. Ktonimi Avi Aviv. It says, Grandfather, my lab is isn't it because of the relationship through the one that performed Chalitza? Bavilo, Kalas Benoy, same thing as we said before, Loi, Mishamisna, because of that guy. Bavilo, Kalas Benoy is really a daughter, she's really a daughter in law. Toshma, Avi Imoy. The father of his mother, my love, Shem Chaylitz. Kalas Bitoi. Loi Mishumisna. Again, the same thing, Lavila Kalas Bitoi. Toshma Ben Benoi. My love, Shem Chaylitz. The grandson, isn't it because of the relationship between the Yavam, the Chaylitz, Lavila Ishis Aviyaviv? Loi Mishumisna, Lavila Ishis Achiyaviyaviv. We said before. Oh, Vamemer Machshub Ishis Achiyaviyaviv. But wait a minute, that case, Amemma says, is mutter? Amemma moikim lo, you're right. So now the Gemara can't say what we said before. Amemma moikim lo, mishum choylet, because sovar gozer shniyaz b'chalutza. Amemma is going to say that we're talking about, you're right, it's takozer b'chalutz. And there is a gzera. You're asking me, are we gozer shniyaz? Yes, according to Amemma, we are. Tashma, but we don't know what we do. We know what Amemma is. So far, we'll say Amemma is gozer there is a constant of Shniyaz. Toshma. Ube ben bitoi. She's also to marry the son of his daughter. A grandson. My love, Mishum Choylet. Same thing we had on the grandson before. But this is from the daughter. This comes from her ex-husband. I don't know if a husband dies. Is that an ex? Not a, what's the proper way to call it? Huh? Yeah, but what is he? He is a... He's not a widow, he's in the grave. She's the widow. I don't know what she is. Okay. <clears throat> Her husband, that was Nifter. Mishum Misno. Davila Eishis Achi Avi Imoi. Sorry. Tashma Ubeben Bitoi. The son of his daughter. My love, Mishum Choyla. Davila Eishis Avi Imoi. Loi. Mishum Misno. Davila. She becomes Eishis. Achi, Avi, Imoi. No, it's not complicated. It's the same thing as we had before. She's the wife of the brother. We're not talking about the Chaylitz. We're talking about the brother of the Chaylitz. From here you see that we were Geyser. Shma mino. So we have a good raya finally. Says the Gemara Muda Adam. Omer Avtoy Bar Kisna, Omer Shmuel. Habal Tsaras Chalutza, Havlad Mamzer. What happens if a person marries the Chalutza's 
Imamo čarce. Okay. A person marries the tsara of the chalutza. In other words, there's two women who are married. Do we have a picture of that? All the way up there somewhere. No. Yeah, okay. Ruvain goes bye-bye, and he leaves over two wives, Leah and Five Town. He performed Chalitza on Leah. Then he wants to marry the Five Towner, Havlad Mamzer. Why is the Vlad Mamzer? Right? Shimon performs Chalitza to Leah. The other one is a Tzara. It says Big Box Osir on her. And he marries her anyways. What's the halacha to the, the child? My taima be kaima. Says the Gemara, the five towner, as halacha of Ashes Ach. Why? Because you could either perform Yibum or perform Chalitza. But neither was performed to her. It was performed to her co wife, Leah. Therefore, she remains with the original Isser of Ashes Ach. Now we learned this case. Person is mutter to marry Barayin, which is the sister of the co-wife of your chalutza. Yes, yeah, slow. Shimon performed chalutza to Leah. Leah has a co-wife called Five Towns. And the Five Towns is a sister called Barayin. So Shimon is allowed to marry her. This is very good. If there's no connection between Five Town and Shimon, in other words, she remains Aishas Ach, remains Aishas Ach, then you can marry, you can marry her sister. There's no connection. There was a little Zika there once upon a time, but there's no real connection to make it Isra there. She's removed from the whole parsha. And she remains therefore it makes sense. That's why you're allowed about that. But if you say that the tzara has the same halacha, like the woman that Chalitza was performed for, like Leah, then Batayin should be also Amai Mutter. Therefore, the Gemara continues. Let me have it to the Rabbi Yechonah. This should be a big question on Rabbi Yechonah. Rabbi Yagin holds there is no Ashes Ach on Five Towner. That's a question on what we're just saying. Shmuel holds Five Towner is Ashes Ach, it remains. And it fits into our Mishnah because it's, the Mishnah says, But has Rabbi Yagin explained it? Rabbi Yagin says that a Five Towner is not also Mishnah Ashes Ach, only Asidus are called Layivna. But there's no Mamzerus. She's not an Erva. Oh, did I skip? She's not an Erva. It's also to marry Five Towner because since you didn't perform Chalitza, do not marry her again. But it's not Erva. You think this whole concept of a sister of a chalutza, the rest of Amar Shlokish, Kanchan and Rebbe, Achoyz Grusha Medivri Torah, Achoyz Chalutza Medivri Torah, the whole thing is, is the Rabbanon. Says the Gemara, now let's go back. I already explained it all the way in the beginning. Let's go back to this case. Why is it that over here in this case, Shimon performs Chalitza to Leah, Leah is a co-wife five town, Shimon in blue suit, is let him, in light blue, is let him marry Batayim. Why? And why is it that this case right over here, Leah has a sister called Rachel, and Rachel has a co-wife called Batayin. Over here, Shimon cannot marry Batayin. What's the difference? And here we finish today's shir. Over here, in this case, when we're looking at Leah and Rachel go to Bezin together, Therefore, Gazer Rabbanon, Rabbanon said, we got to be careful for a number of reasons. One of them primarily is that people are going to think maybe Rachel received the Chalitza. And then you go ahead and you're marrying Batayin. Oh, 
you let them marry the tzara of a, of a, of a chalutza. They just see two women come out. And they heard there was a chalitza performed and two women come out. Go in, two women go in, two women come out. They don't know who, who the chalitza was. Okay. But in this case, five towner has nothing to do with the Yerushalmi lady. They hate each other. They're not sisters. They're just co-wives. They're not going to go to Bezin. There's no reason to, to, to ask her five town sister called Matayin. Loi, have a wonderful day. And if I don't see you guys, but tomorrow, Be'ezer Hashem, right here, two o'clock. Wish me luck. Have a great evening.